Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hi, friends. Today I have a very special guest, Selena, who is the owner of the most beloved sea salt company in the world, and she's going to set the record straight all about sea salt. You know, true confessions. Many years ago, I wrote a book called Get the Salt Out, one of which I'm very, very ashamed of. I usually got everything right about nutrition, as many of you know, but I got the sea salt situation all wrong. So, Selena, what is wrong about salt or what is right about salt? Why did we get the salt myth all wrong? Let's shake some of these misconceptions up. Will you help me? I sure will. I would love to. I would love to. I I have um, quite a few years behind me of stories that I can tell and testimonials and um, all kinds of things. And I've been um, interviewed by many doctors that are telling us that salt, if, if there's anything that you need in this life, it's salt. And Amen. Yeah, but I think we do need to understand that not all salt is measured the same, really, just like any any food. I think we just need to continue to go back to a whole uh, food, and that's what salt needs to be back to. And I do believe that whatever research you came up with when you said, when you wrote your book, there's a lot of that, you know, about table salt, you know. Um, that's true. Salt. That's true, yeah. but not about sea salt, not about your sea salt. Right. Right. So, um, well, basically our, you know, our, our body is made up of, um, different elements and the most, you know, prominent elements in our body is sodium chloride, calcium, magnesium, and potassium. And that is the composition of the salts that I bring in from all over the world. And that's my mission is to find salts that have those properties. And, and that's really that's that's the that's the biggest thing i remember when jacques the founder of the company and first it was, was that your was he your grandfather he was my father-in-law and then when i um when he crossed over my husband and i took over the business and then i kind of ran with the business so when i got separated i bought the company from my my ex-husband and I that's see. yeah that's when i started the newsletter and the catalog and um and, and started to understand that, um, you know, the magic that Jacques brought to us about salt, it was my responsibility to continue that mission. And I realized also that if this is a salt that has, that carries these minerals, I need to make sure that I have a diversified source of this salt because anything can happen to a source, you know, an oil spill, anything could happen. Sure. And so I have spent, you know, the last 25 years looking for salts from all over the world that um, carry the same composition of the original salt that Jacques recommended. So what about all the uh, plastics these days? Did they find their way into salt? Well, that's that's a great question. Um, and when this the first the first call started coming into my office about the microplastics, of course, you know, I was all stressed out thinking, 
oh no, what is, what's going on? So I had to start doing my own research and, um, and in the research, I realized that microplastics are even in the air that we breathe. They're in, when you wash your jeans, microplastics come into the water. There's more microplastics in um, beer than there is in salt, but I still was, that was not enough for me to feel that I was still providing a trusted commodity to my customers. So I found a place to have the salt analyzed, but when I sent it to the lab and everything came back negative, I just thought there has to be more that I can reveal in this because it was just a forensic test, which just shows what is visible to the eyes. So I finally, after you know months of researching, I found a lab in Europe that would that took all my salts and I sent them two kilos of each salt that I carry and had it sent to the lab and to see if there were microplastics. In the two kilos, the, and I can share all of this information with anybody that wants to see the lab results. Um, there was a variety of different uh, results from all the different salts. And um, there was maybe three milligrams, you know, of, of micro milligrams of, of microplastics in the, in the two kilos that I had sent. So you would have to eat a dump truck worth of salt to get any kind of microplastics worth anything. But the interesting thing that I saw was there's, I have um, a, a coarse salt, it's like a crystal and every little tiny crystal is like a pulp of you know citrus. So when you, you break open that pulp of citrus, um, brine actually is trapped in every little pocket of those big salt crystals mm. and that coarse salt. Well, what's interesting is for the convenience of the, you know, the table, there is um, that same salt has been dried at 102 degrees and then ground into a fine ground salt. And we have the fine ground Celtic and the coarse Celtic. Well, the fine ground came back and there was zero microplastics in in that, but there were three um, milligrams, little tiny milligrams in the coarse one. So my question is still out there is where did those other microplastics go? Oh. You know, And so um, that's where the microplastic story is. I feel completely confident that anybody using my salt is going to be free of microplastics. I really do feel that. Excellent. I'm so glad you cleared that up. But I have another question. People are really on the bandwagon with this Himalaya salt. How does your salt compare? Um, and that's another funny story is um, I did read an article in the Prevention Magazine in 1992 that stated that there was a salt out there that actually helped lower blood pressure. And I wanted to find out about this salt. And they said it was a pink Himalayan salt. So I explored where can I get it this was before it was actually in the market and available and I ordered some samples and I was away on a trip and they said you know the shipping to get this product to you is going to be over $500 and I went I just ordered a little sample of salt but they sent lamps and candle holders and bowls and oh my gosh everything you wouldn't believe what they sent and I went no that that was not what I was trying to accomplish here so, but I did get some samples of the Himalayan salt, sent it to the lab, and it came back 98.63% sodium chloride. And the pH was, you know, 7%. So it was a, it wasn't like it was an acid pH, but it wasn't as alkaline as the pH from our other salt. So I just kind of put it aside and said, you know, it's no problem. You know, I, this is just not a salt that 
the steps up to the quality of the Celtic sea salt brand. So I won't be bringing it in. It was an overnight success for whoever started this movement of the pink Himalayan salt. Indeed. And yeah, it really went skyrocketed. And so I do have in my office four other lab results of the pink Himalayan salt. So it just wasn't up to my standards of the alkalinity and the mineral content for me to bring it into the Celtic brand. And also I visit every single location of every one of my salts. And I was not feeling safe to go to Pakistan to visit this location. So that's really it and the simple answer. How interesting. Now, is there iodine in Celtic sea salt? That would be my third or fourth question. Sure, there is naturally occurring, but it is not enough for today's um, lifestyle, the free radicals and everything is, that is in the world. I believe we, we need more iodine than we've ever needed ever. And so there is not enough um, iodine in the Celtic sea salt to give you the correct amount of iodine that you need. So I explored making iodized salt, but as I started doing that, they told me that I could not manufacture this, you know, the potassium iodide in-house because it was kind of like a chemical and I couldn't do that. And I thought, well, I got to find another source of iodine for my customers. And that's when we developed um, a seaweed seasoning. And in that seaweed seasoning, we have four different seaweeds and then I've camouflaged those flavor, those um, kind of you know flavors of the seaweed that people might not like with some chiso leaves and garlic and some onion powder, so that you can actually get your iodine. And if you don't want to take supplements such as iodine, which I would recommend, you could actually get your iodine from these seasonings, these super seasonings that I have. But there is not enough iodine in the Celtic sea salt that will supply you with the recommended daily amount that you need. Now, is there enough potassium? That begs the question, what about potassium and magnesium? Well, um, I've never claimed that this salt, that the, using just Celtic sea salt is um, going to supply you with all of those needs. The basic magic and the secret powers of, sea, of the sea salt is, it's the combination of all of these molecules that are balanced almost identical to our own human composition of that magnesium, potassium, calcium, and chloride. And that's what I think is so beautiful about just the whole earth and all of creation is um, the fact that the earth is, you know, 70%, um, you know, water and our body is about 70% water and the earth, um, the composition of the ocean water is mimics the same composition of our own plasma. And I think that's basically the, the simplest understanding I can say why people are benefited from eating a whole Celtic sea salt is because it has that harmonious balance, but it's not a supplement. It's not going to give you all of the potassium or magnesium or calcium you need daily. You would, I think you would eat way too much of this, have too much sodium if you tried to get it just in taking the Celtic sea salt. So why do we need sodium? Most people understand the need for magnesium and iodine. I've talked about that on several podcasts, but we really haven't talked about sodium. I know it's so important for the adrenals. It's important for to relax tissues. Anything else we're missing about the magic of sodium? Digestive. It starts in the mouth. I mean, that's how you start your juices in the mouth to start to um, digest your food is in the mouth with the with the um, balance of these minerals in it. But sodium, along with these other you know, minerals, potassium, 
that's the magic. And I just did an interview with Dr. Thomas Cohen and he actually enlightened me. And I asked him, I said, there's been a couple people in other countries that have asked me, why don't we make an even better salt? Why don't we put more magnesium and more potassium, more calcium, and just make it even a super salt? And I, my intuition kept saying, don't mess with what God's already created in nature. And when I asked that question to Dr. Tom Cohen, he um, explained to me that he, I was right in saying that because that's like taking um, isolates and synthetic, you know, and synthetic vitamins and thinking our body knows what to do with it. The fact that it's in nature and this is the way all of these are occurring, that's how the sodium plays a role. But if you put, um, you know, a, a probe of, um, you know, to, you can turn a light bulb on just by putting it in water with, with sodium. That's how important sodium is. It's like our battery. It's, it's what charges us. It's what delivers all of the nutrients within our body. It's the most essential mineral for me. I run a low blood sodium and I find that people that take quite a lot of medication also run a low blood sodium and they can get very dizzy, very shaky and have low blood sugar. So it's extremely important. I start my day with a quarter teaspoon of the Celtic sea salt. Yeah, I do too. I do too with a little bit of lemon juice and um, that's how I start my day. And, and I'm sipping it right now. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing or, you know, I mean, I can even remember when I uh, first met the founder, Jacques Delangray, um, I thought it was strange that he carried these little pockets of salt and he would always tell me, well, even in an emergency, if there's a car accident or you see somebody just go put that salt underneath their tongue as soon as possible. And that's the same thing as getting a IV drip to keep you from going into shock. I've used it before for that. And I used to have clients that would come and see me and they were very shaky. It stops the shakes, it stops tremors. So for those people that have these, non, what do they call them? The non-essential tremors. Mm -hmm. It's very, very helpful. It's mm -hmm. extremely helpful and nobody's talking about it. Did you write a book about this, by the way? Yeah, I just finished a book called In Her Element. And, um, you know, my staff and I were sitting around and just saying, you know, wouldn't it be nice to bring Jacques's book back, Sea Salt's Hidden Powers, but yes, I didn't feel right bringing, there's a lot of things that he, if he was alive today, he would have rewrote. Um, and so, and I didn't feel right messing with his own, you know, his writing. So I did take um, a whole chapter out of his book and put it in my book. And that is just talking about the basic of what salt is good for, you know, the digestion, everything else. But then I complimented um, what he started and I put in my book of what we have done throughout the years to make sure that um, no matter what happens to a region of where I'm sourcing the salt from, you can always count on me that I will always have a salt ready for you. And uh -huh. I shared the stories in the book about um, where I have found these salts, the stories of the people you know that are making it and the, the farmers and um, and also just the um, investments that I put into to make sure all these salts are the quality that they should be. I um, about three in 2019, I sent every single one of my salts to have a full elemental analysis on every single one of them. This cost me almost $20,000 to do oh this. My goodness. But I felt it was important to continue um, what Jacques said and really make it significant. And the results were really interesting because I, Notice that in France with the clay, um, you know, there was more zinc in that salt. And then, but in, um, in Colima and Mexico and in um, Guatemala, there was actually more calcium. 
and the deep sea salt from um, Hawaii, there was a lot more magnesium and the pH was a 10. So it was, it's very interesting when I did have that full analysis done, how it, you know, there were minute differences, but there were differences in each region that we had, that I'd gotten the salt. Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health, unikeyhealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. So what are all those regions? You offer a full variety of salts. Can you tell us about some of the other regions? Yeah, Brittany, France was the very first and original one. And then we um, branched out to um, Hawaii. And there's um, the in Kona, there is a drop off right off the island there where they go 2000 feet below the surface of the water to extract, to bring this water up. And then they put it in these things called a salt hut. And they um, uh, um, evaporate the water and, and makes these gorgeous crystals. And it was—it's just off the charts. It's such a beautiful salt, and the alkalinity is a ten. So it's—if somebody wow. really wants to have an amazing Gatorade, they wow. could—they um, could use some lemon, you know, and um, and put that salt in there because the alkalinity is off the charts. Well, that concerned me because they had a very limited supply and. Um, and so I found another source in Molokai, Hawaii. And what's so interesting is they do not extract the water 2000 feet, but they bring the, the surface water in and they filter it through um, a, a huge filtration system. And then they put it in these little um, glass um, cabinets and they evaporate it in these glass cabinets. And the um, mineral analysis and the alkalinity is almost identical to the deep sea water. And I just thought, this is crazy. How is that possible? And the way it's possible is because the Hawaiian islands are filled with so much coral. coral. It's the coral. Oh, yes. The that coral. yes, that is giving us this alkalinity. And I went, wow, wow that is so, so beautiful. So I have two sources um, of that amazing alkaline salt. It's the Makai. And then we have a salt that is um, from Guatemala. And that salt is really, uh, that's a beautiful salt too. That one is almost like the flower of the ocean, the floor de sel, but it's actually not harvested that way. And, um, and that salt is a very alkaline salt too. That's about eight and a half percent, 8.5% um, alkalinity. We have a, a salt that we just brought in and I just found in 2019 and I was against bringing in a cave salt because of the sustainability for years. But when I went to go visit another source of salt in Spain, they said, you just got to really come and see this other one in this cave. This it's called a salt, uh, a salt cave. So I went to the salt cave and um, visited. And the interesting thing over 2000 years ago, the Mediterranean Sea had gone over the land but when it receded back into the ocean, it left a pocket of an underground salty river. That river makes the mountain grow. So every time it rains, 
the crystals actually grow. So they're not like mining the salt with dynamite and getting it out. There, there's actually crystals that are occurring like, like uh, almost like icicles occurring in the cave. And this is the largest source of potassium in the world. So this salt is off the charts with its potassium level. And tell me the name of it again. This is our uh, pink potassium salt. And it's called pink potassium salt? That's it. It's the Celtic pink, pink potassium salt. Love it. Yeah. So that one is very exciting too that I just found. And, um, and you know what? At the end of the day, um, these salts found me. Um, that's what the beauty of, I think, I guess my name means Lena, meaning salt. I think I was destined to do this because all these salts, they have come to me. I've just prayed for, you know, God to keep um, supplying me with a diverse um, sources and they just, they just keep coming to me. And I've had to turn several of the salts down because of the mineral compositions. Um, so I have turned which some means, down. Which means what? Give me an example. If, well, if it's, this is my um, kind of threshold of ratio. If it's 98% sodium chloride, I feel like there's just not enough of the other minerals in there to support uh, mimicking our own composition. So if it is doesn't have that kind of um, mineral composition, then I usually just don't don't bring it in. I did make one adjustment of a Mediterranean salt that I just brought in. The only reason I decided to bring it in because the harvesting method is beautiful, pristine, and gorgeous. But what they do is they wash the salt 10 times in a brine water. Like a, they boil this brine water and they wash it. The reason that they do that is because they want to remove every impurity out of the salt. So it's 90, 99% sodium chloride. Now, the reason I decided to bring this salt in is only for, there are some manufacturers, some food manufacturers that really did not want the minerals that um, all of my other salts you know, have. And so I thought, well, you know, I think it's my responsibility because there's nothing added to this salt at all. There's no, you know, um, free flowing agents, no dextrose like regular table salt has, but it is pure 99% pure sodium chloride. So I did bring that in for certain manufacturers that requested it, but I, I would have not bring it in if I did not see the method of them, I guess, purifying it. And I felt very confident that that method is safe. It's still to me, not the salt that we would want to use on a daily basis or make our little natural Gatorade with, but it is safe for some manufacturers that need a salt of that purity. Do you also test, I'm just wondering, this popped into my mind. Do you test for radiation, radioactive isotopes? Yes, we do test for that. And the interesting thing about um, salt and radiation is even Jacques wrote in his book that he believed that the ocean had the ability to um, transmute toxins or radiation through all of the seaweeds and everything. So he did a, um, some research and showed that they poured um, a concentration of toxins in the ocean and they tested every single day, every day they kept testing the water which eventually it cleaned itself up. The water became clean. In his theory, the seaweed was able to turn those toxins into something beneficial and get rid of the toxins. We also do a radiation test in-house when the salts come in to the company also. It's, you, it's just a, it's like, a, lay, a, like a, 
a wand that we run over the salts. And what do you find? Nothing. Zero. How interesting. Zero. Even in this yeah. day of Fukushima, you find nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Wow. That speaks yeah. that speaks volumes for the transmutation of minerals. Yeah, for really for just our ocean and its ability to survive. I, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, it's absolutely amazing. So your business is built on salt. You offer how many different varieties? Right now we have um, six different varieties of salt, um, you know, for the consumer. And then seven, if you want to add the Mediterranean for an ingredient customer. Um, and, um, you know, I've really been asking myself, uh, what could I do to expand the business and I thought about getting into chips and whatever you know celtic sea salt potato chips and all that but um and it's this is just a business thing this is you know people have to look at um as business to where how can you grow your business if you understand our salt you know it's five dollars for one pound of salt and it can take a family of five almost six months to use one pound of salt that's five dollars that's not a big return <laughs> you no, have to sell no. a lot of tons of salt and so I've been looking for diversifying. So I've created a new super seasoning that has, um, we kind of were calling it sea and land nutrition. So it has seven different mushrooms in it, powders and four different seaweeds. And it has moringa and um, uh, uh, rose hip powders in there. It's, it's like, a, a, it's like and, it, and it tastes amazing. I have a Creole one and an herby one. But it's basically complementing the whole concept of the sea salt being a whole um, composition of minerals to complement our health. And I just decided, okay, well, what else is on the land that can offer this, but still make a good flavor? And that's when I created these new super seasonings, um, really to complement the category. But also, there's a lot of people that just won't eat health food. But the reason the reason I love this product is because you can season all of you can make salad dressings, you can put them in your smoothies. And it tastes just like you're seasoning just with just with with herbs. Um, so you can get these superfoods just when you're cooking every meal that you cook, you can get these super seasonings. And what, what are they called again? They are super seasonings. That's all that they are. And <laughs> I have yeah, I have a Creole one and uh, a herby one. And then I just have the base that has no seasoning, but it just has the base. And yeah. And where can people get these? Do you have a website? Yeah, um, you can go to selinanaturally.com and get all of these products. I did want to share also a product called um, a product called Aquan Matrix, and it comes from uh, concentration in the ocean. And I actually went on this boat in uh, France and there's a, a satellite indicator on the boat and it shows where their high concentration of phytoplankton is. And it looks like, like a neon vortex in the, on the screen is what it looks like. And they stop the boat there and they um, you know, bring in a huge tote and, and they bring the water from that concentration into the tote and they bring this tote of seawater to the lab and they um, have it go through a process where it is um, mixed with a structured spring water to make sure that it is has a nice um, mineral balance, not too much sodium because to drink just plain seawater would not be good for you. 
but it has um, that. And this product is bioavailable because of the phytoplankton that pre-digests the minerals. So, and it comes in these little 10 cc packets and you just take that water and you put it in your mouth and hold it for maybe 10 seconds. And the, it is immediately, you can feel your, it goes into the brain barrier because you just feel immediate alertness. Um, if you've been fatigued, if you've been in shock, if you've been crying a lot and been depressed, this product is so amazing. And Jacques was bringing it in to the country way back when um, in these glass ampules. And we just repackaged it into these little convenient packets. And th that this product is really an amazing product too, that I think people, it, they would love to have it in their purse and in their pocket every place they go. I, ju they I just used good. two of them awesome. right before yeah. the interview. <laughs> yeah. So, I, mean, so I thank you. Yeah, and you can really feel those. And they just taste like tears. It's really not offensive at all. No, it isn't. It's very um, energizing. Yes, yes. Very energizing. In our last few moments, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with? Anything salty, some salty stories? <laughs> I think uh, basically just, you know, with these times right now and the the freights and the supplies we ran out of salt um last month at this time because they couldn't get enough employees to put um the containers on the ship to get to us so i'm just asking everybody out there to send good vibes good prayers to us as people like us it is not easy in these times um right now of bringing these commodities in and keeping up with all the things that's going on in the world it's not easy. So I would just appreciate good intentions and, um, you know, just sending us prayers whenever they think about it to make sure that we just continue to make sure this salt is available um, to the world. And, and visit Selena Naturally. Yes, selenanaturally.com. Mm -hmm. And people can get your book there as well in, in her element. Yes, you can get it um, on um, and on our website or you can get the Audible also on Amazon. It's um, also on Amazon. Will you come back again, Selena, naturally? I would, yes, I would love this. And I really appreciate what you have done for all of us. I've, I have read your information for so many years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you so much. Okay, everybody. Thank you once again for a wonderful, wonderful visit with us and here at First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Tune in next week for another wonderful podcast, another wonderful guest. Peace on earth, health, and visit Selena naturally. And please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.